1: Today is Sunday, April 5th, 2020. On this day in 1991, two-month-old Katie Phillips was poisoned by her nurse, Beverly Allitt. It was only two days after Allitt caused the death of Katie's twin sister. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the attempted murder of Katie Phillips. The young girl was nearly killed by her nurse, Beverly Allett. 22-year-old Allett had already killed three other children and would attack more before she was caught. The tabloids dubbed her the Angel of Death. Let's go back to Grantham and Casteven District Hospital in Lincolnshire, England, on April 5th, 1991. Peter and Sue Phillips found themselves back in the children's ward. Just five days prior, they'd brought in their infant daughter, Becky, after she was dealing with bowel issues. Two days later, little Becky passed away from what was believed to be caught death. It was recommended that the couple return to the hospital so Becky's twin sister Katie could be observed for a few days, just as a precautionary measure. It was six in the morning on April 5th when the couple entered those familiar doors yet again. They were welcomed with hugs and somber greetings from some of the fellow staff. Becky and Katie, who were born premature, were unfortunately frequent visitors to the hospital since birth, meaning the family had gotten to know the staff there more than they would have liked. But they asked for one young nurse in particular, a woman they trusted and had connected with on a more personal level, Beverly Allett. She had cared for Becky only days earlier. The other nurses assured the couple that Alet's shift would be starting soon, around 1 p.m., and they would assign her to Katie's case as soon as she arrived. Alot was charming, warm, and noticeably younger than the other nurses. When their earlier doctors walked the couple through dry medical discussion, Alice sensed they needed more than cold jargon. They needed empathy. Someone to tell them it was all going to be okay, that their daughter would be safe. Alet was engaging and kept the parents' spirits up even in the darkest of hours. The nurse repeatedly reassured the Phillips their daughter was going to be just fine. Katie was not showing any signs of poor health, and this visit was only precautionary. But under Alt's care, that was all going to change. Everything was fine until 3:15 that afternoon. Nurse Allett convinced the Phillips' parents to take a beat and eat something. They needed a distraction. She would look after Katie, and with the coast clear, Allett moved in on the child. The two shared a private moment. Allett looked around. No one was watching. The infant's tender eyes found the determined killer. It was now or never... Allett put her hand over Katie's face and nostrils. The infant's face swelled as she gasped through Allett's fingertip crevices. Allett squeezed the child's ribs so hard that five cracked. Katie's vital signs declined, setting off an alarm. Allett rushed into the hall, calling out an alarming two words, cardiac arrest. It was time for the next phase of Allett's plan. It was time for her to play the role of hero. The other nurses rushed into the room and found little Katie swaddled in Alice's arms. The child was suffering from apneic episodes, periods of little to no breathing. Her face was mottled a disturbing shade of blue. Doctors resuscitated the baby not once, but twice, before deciding that it would be best to relocate her to another hospital. But by then, the child was suffering from partial blindness, paralysis, and irreversible brain damage. Alit was certain she had taken the life of her fourth victim. But unfortunately for the diabolical nurse, Katie wasn't dead. Coming up, how the gruesome child killings led to the arrest of one of Britain's most infamous female serial
0: killers. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be.
1: two-month-old Katie Phillips was attacked by her nurse, Beverly Allitt. Just days prior, Katie's twin sister, Becky, died of what was believed to be Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, or SIDS. It was a tragedy, a freak occurrence. But when her twin, Katie, stopped breathing too, suspicions were raised. Katie survived her apnea spells, but from there, it only got weirder. Hospital staff noticed that Beverly Allett, who was only a nurse in training, took a special interest in certain parents of deceased patients, like the Phillips. In the Phillips' case, the affection was reciprocated. Sue and Peter were so grateful that Beverly Allett had saved Katie, they made Allot her godmother. They invited her to dinners at their home and even let her take Katie on one-on-one excursions. But those working at Grantham and Kisteven District Hospital also noted a spike in respiratory and cardiac deaths in the first few months of 1991, a spike that started shortly after state-enrolled nurse Beverly Allett began her training period at the hospital. Upon closer investigation, Authorities discovered that Beverly Allett was present for 23 cardiac or respiratory arrests in a mere 59 days. In November of 1991, Alet was arrested. She was charged with murdering four children, including Becky. She was also accused of attacking 10 more, including Katie. The Phillips were shocked. Their daughter's godmother had attempted to murder her and killed her twin. After a psychological examination, Allett was diagnosed with factitious disorder by proxy, previously called Munchausen syndrome. The illness is characterized by sick-role behavior, in which a person invents or inflicts illnesses and injuries to obtain attention from others. From an early age, some of Alet's peers noticed her peculiar behavior. She insisted on bandaging non-injuries, even going as far as demanding a cast to protect injuries that never happened. Nurses who trained alongside Alet at Grantham believed she was mentally unfit. But due to the high demand for nurses at the time, Allett was shuffled past the guardrails quickly and into a job working with vulnerable children. On May 23, 1993, Beverly Allett stood before the Nottingham Crown Court. She was convicted of murder and handed 13 life sentences. The judge remarked that Alet was a danger to society and would never be released. But even when Beverly Allett was behind bars, the Phillips nightmare wasn't over. Sue and Peter's trust in the healthcare system had been broken, and Katie needed ongoing, expensive treatment after surviving Beverly's attack. Eight years later, after a lengthy and public legal dispute, the High Court agreed to a £2.125 million settlement to the Phillips family. Standing outside the court in 1999, Sue Phillips told reporters that, The whole affair has taken a heavy toll on the family, but we now believe we can move on. We've had tremendous support from the public, and now we can get on with our lives, but I'm still angry that Alet was allowed to continue what she was doing without being detected." Tragically, the Phillips' marriage did not last. The couple filed for divorce almost immediately after the settlement was granted. And sadly, they were part of a pattern. At least three other victims' parents divorced in the aftermath of losing a child to Beverly Allett. As the victims' families rebuild, Beverly Allett remains behind bars to this day at Rampton Secure Hospital in Nottinghamshire. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. For more information on Beverly Allett, check out our episodes of Serial Killers that dive deeper into her crimes. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound design by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Brandon Willer, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson.